So I think for the beginning of this, I'll just uh, introduce us. Do it. Stop it. No. Yeah. Welcome, Forecast. We're <laughs> real still here. This is the horizon. I chose the wrong My time mind. to come back. <laughs> I will pull you out of this channel in the middle of recording. No, seriously, welcome to the forecast. Uh, what is this episode? This is episode 16, this, uh, man. this is episode 275. We've skipped ahead. It's a special, it's a special welcome, in the future cast. Yeah, welcome to the year 2064. Holy crap. 165. Did you do the math right then, Frank? No. I don't think it I checks out. I got my TI-89 out. Welcome back, Frank. Call, a callback. <laughs> that was a reference to like episode what like nine Five, different episodes nine? yeah like the last one frank was in probably yeah yeah <laughs> no no the last one i was in was when we were, when doom came out oh uh, oh when doom came out nobody shed a tear i don't want to be we'll hitler on the channel site. but i'm just saying we got like thirty thousand topics to get through tonight we do. so Let's start, can we start with news up. Y'all need news to... since it's at the top. How about that? Look, news. look at. I would like to direct you to the organization of our topics. It's great, Alex. Yeah, thank you. Everybody who's listening, look at our organization of topics right now. We yep. have some organized topics here. We're just gonna They're have organized. We're gonna have a moment of silence for organized topics. Also for nine eleven. Hey, it's a moment of silence for organized topics and for nine eleven. I feel like y'all are just like. Are y'all just like <laughs> buy like bidding for time here? Yeah, no. we actually have zero topics to talk about. We're trying to yeah, fill. so we're just stalling. <clears throat> Don't let anyone know. All yeah. right, so what do we got for news? Uh, well, since we were talking about some time travely ish stuff, ish ish stuff, because uh, you were talking about episode whatever one hundred and sixty whatever whatever. Uh, I was watching an episode of Star Trek Voyage the other day, and of course, one of the things that they utilized was time travel in their um plot development. And it just so happens I started looking up to see if there was some sort of theory of plot of uh, time travel in Star Trek. And some dude has actually written a book that you can buy on Amazon that is titled Star Trek Department of Temporal Investigations. Does that I. really watching surprise the clock. you? No, but I really am thinking about buying it because I, I have a feeling it's probably actually be very interesting. Apparently, dude. like 54 to like 54 or 55 different episodes and movies utilize some level of... Um, time travel and they've he's come up with some sort of unified theory dude like hmm. the star trek tech manual is awesome it's like an awesome book too all all star trek just like weird like in universe written handbooks and stuff they're all great it's all called the, the tech manual yeah the star trek tech manual uh they made one for when the original series came out and there's also one for um the galaxy class when next generation i think the enterprise galaxy class mm. well the reason that the 
the time travel kind of got my, and this is, I guess I can back up in my story. The reason that time travel kind of got my um, eye in that episode specifically and I started looking things up is we have talked about something to do with time travel in some format or another in probably 50% of the podcasts that we've done so far. Fascinating. Maybe, is, this, is this yeah. news? I was going to yeah, say, I'm is. not sure how this is well, it's news, published. But. Hold on. It's, 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 this is, it is published, actually, technically. Um, I think we have talked in approximately 50% of the podcast. The reason this is important is because the several times we have talked about it, we have noted that it has been overutilized in sort of modern media, whether it's hmm. TVs, movies, games, just a lot of time travel stuff, a lot of in and out of dimensions, things like that. Um, so super, super spoiler alert, super, super duper spoiler alert, hashtag keep the secret. Um, I was in London with my wife this past week and we went and saw Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which is essentially the last story of Harry Potter ever. She's never going to write anything else about Harry Potter and it's a play. And lo and behold, she didn't their primary... It, she? What? Yeah, I was going to say, she didn't write it. She didn't write it. No, she wrote it. She wrote the play, not the book, though, yeah? Uh, it's well, not technically a book. A it's just play. a script of the play, and she wrote it with two other people. Mm. So she's the one who provided them the story, and I think they put it into script format. Gotcha. But, so the, the, we went and watched the play, and of course, lo and behold, the primary plot line. Anybody guess? Is Are you going to spoil this for me right now? Yeah, I said spoiler alert. Hey, is it time travel? Yeah, we can't freaking spoil the last Harry Potter story that I'm ever going to get. I just said spoiler alert. You're never going to go over there. You're never going to go watch it. No, but there's going to be a way to absorb it at some point without at having to point. travel to London. Well, don't worry. Telling you that it's about time travel ruins nothing. You learn about it in the first 20 minutes. And if you know anything about Jake, he'll tell you that if you learn it in the first 20 minutes of doing it, it's not it a spoiler count. alert. Then See? why did you even say There's spoiler alert? Well, because, you know, some people might freak out. If Janae was listening to this and we hadn't gone to it yet, which that would be a little weird because that would be I'm, also time travel, um, th- then she'd be upset. But I'm the really point con- is, concerned. Uh, rather, I, I have a question. Uh, Jake, why does it not count if it's the first 20 minutes? Because you are literally, that's like the first thing that happens. It doesn't count. It's, it's not a spoiler if it's the first point. thing that happens. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It's like a spoiler that Kane dies in Citizen Kane. what it doesn't count (laughs) i didn't know that actually well Well, if you you watched the the movie movie? you would have found it out real quick yeah yeah (laughs) probably within the first 20 minutes oh god definitely (laughs) well either way i'm not spoiler it's it's not a spoiler alex it like just because it's made a plot line does not mean it really has anything to do with how the play follows through but I just found it interesting that she decided in her last story about Harry Potter to utilize time travel as the main sort of mechanism that ran the story. Right? Dude, that's that's because she probably puts more effort into writing her checks than she did this play. Because she's probably so done. She's like, yeah, I am filthy rich. I made a great series. And all these... I don't even... what what What's the name for Harry Potter fans? There's like Whovians for Doctor Who... And there's like Trekkies. What are Harry Potter fans? I believe they're um, ploppers. Are they Hogwarts? <laughs> they're they're, they're Potterheads. They're, they're Potterheads. Potterheads. That's horrible. That's a thing. Uh, pot, potheads, just straight up. Pot, mm. Yeah, there that you sounds go. Right. That's way better. <laughs> I mean, she has been still writing a ton of stuff for Pottermore, at least. Oh yeah, a ton. Is there um, like original stuff in Pottermore? Oh my gosh, like tons. 
tons of content. She's writing about the American schools. She's writing about the other colleges. Uh, she's she just released three ebooks that are about the original story itself. Like one of them's about the castle. One of them's about um, Minerva. One of them's about someone else. I don't know. Janae's been reading them. Hmm. Cool, I stand I corrected. She's doing work. She's doing work. <laughs> she's doing. She's doing work. enough work. We drove past her like sixteen million pound home in downtown central London. That's while like we were twenty there. cents, right? Yeah, it's like twenty cents. Why is it so heavy? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Super weighty. Wait, is is that pound mass or pound force? Dun dun dun. Don't know. Mister Physics major over here didn't even make that joke. I mean, they're like the same. Yeah. Oh, here we go. You shouldn't have gone down this road, Alex. (laughs) So anyway, that is all of the news that I had. Anybody else? At this at this rate, this. This news section is going to take forever. No, it's not. <laughs> Relax <laughs> yourself. We have a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, just as like kind of a side note, uh, I mentioned to Chad the other day. Um, I believe this year is the first year that the fresh, like a freshman high school class, is uh, going to be learning about. Well, I guess they're probably already learned about it, but from a historical standpoint, they're learning about nine eleven, and they weren't alive to experience it. Oh god! So <laughs> we're old, is what uh, I'm trying to say. I uh, want to say that it blows my mind, but I feel like that's a poor choice of words. Oh gosh, yeah. uh, that's pretty crazy, though. But yeah, we're basically getting to the point yeah. where we're gonna like have to include 9/11 in textbooks, and it's just gonna be like a, one of the, like history class this week. We're learning about 9/11. You know, I got I got really mad when I found out that. Uh, what's the really big book publisher, like school book publisher? Scholastic. Uh, no, not Scholastic. Scholastic. It, it's, Pearson. it's, it, yes, Pearson. Yeah, Pearson. Um, they were, they were right. I think it was Pearson. Uh, they were writing history book, like American history books. And they were really kind of glossing over slavery. Just kind of like, yes, we own some black people back in the day. Anyway, so Abraham Lincoln. Uh, like and i'm just sitting there what the hell they're like well it doesn't really matter because you know like it it, it's history i'm like that's exactly the point trying to put i mean germany germany didn't teach about the nazis for a long time correct am i wrong about that it's i mean it's like any i feel like it's like any time you have something that is super dark like a dark spot in your history you're going to want to repress it at least some amount yeah, Especially if was, you're the one that was the cause of it. Like slavery, like the Emancipation Proclamation happened almost uh, over 100 years ago. I, I completely agree with that assessment, yes. So Why I, they were still doing that, that's, that's pretty stupid of them. I mean, this is something everyone should know about. But anyway, was that, was that the news section, Alex? Is that what you were going with? There's some more stuff here. Oh, you know, <laughs> let us get there. Yo, fire it off, brother. <laughs> uh, so the new NVIDIA experience is out of beta now. Um, the full 3.0 version is out now. So you can go download that. Uh, along with that, they've kind of made improvements to uh, their NVIDIA share functionality. Thank uh, me goodness. and Caleb were checking it out the other day. It's still not quite where it needs to be. Um, 
we were trying to so for people that don't know the nvidia share stuff will basically allow you to play local co-op games across the internet with each other so somebody hosts and somebody connects through a web browser and then basically you can uh simulate being in the same room um me and caleb tried to play a few games i was really surprised that when it did work it seemed to work really well like me pushing buttons on my controller uh, and having them show up across the network on his side uh, was almost instantaneous and it didn't feel like there was a ton of lag the picture quality was like streaming video quality Hmm. Um, everything seemed to work pretty well which i was happy with the problem is 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 like half to three quarters of the time it doesn't really work uh, in terms of controllers connecting properly and recognizing that you're trying to use your controller. It seemed like keyboard and mouse always worked. Um, but the Xbox controller stuff was having tons of issues. Yeah, it seems like if you both have controllers, it seems to think the person who is not like locally playing the game it thinks that controller is taking over for the person who's local and they like get confused between which one's actually running it. And so it disconnects over and over and reconnects like really fast. Didn't yeah. we have didn't we have that problem when we were trying to play Isaac? I think so. Yeah, where you and I I think I was like controlling well, your screen somehow. I believe you were trying to play Isaac over that third party software, that moonlight software. Yeah, tried- but it, it uses NVIDIA yeah. Yeah. share. Is Same NVIDIA thing, share still has the limitations of you can't play anything that's like borderless <clears throat> window or yeah. not full that. screen exclusive. That's the frustration I have with that. I feel like there's they're just missing out on... Well, and maybe that's their thing. Maybe they want to try and force you to play games that are kind of in that realm, but that doesn't really make I any think, sense because they're not... I think the real problem is secu- security risk. Oh. If, you're, if you're playing a game in Borderless Window and you let somebody just onto your computer to play the game, they can just take over and start messing with stuff on the background behind it. Right. It's also something to do with the, the pipeline that they're using to access the stuff because they're taking it like directly from... Um, the frame buffer on the video card. Yeah. And to do that, you have to have uh, the video in exclusive mode, so that's the only thing that the video card's doing. So, I don't know. It's weird. Nerd stuff. But, you know, it's <laughs> it's getting there. I think in a short while, we'll actually just be able to use it as like a typical tool to play local co-op games with each other. Yeah. Which will totally defeat the point of local co-op. <laughs> <laughs> currently, it only has support for two players, but I mean, I'm sure they'll add more when they get it working. Three of us live within drivable distance of each other, and the rest of us live in completely separate states. So it's kind of hard to do local co-op games. Yep. When that happens, I have a I have a love hate relationship with them. I'm sure you all know that, right? Just like one of those things you you know you want to play. Uh, an actual I mean, local co-op but it's yeah. frustrating when you live a thousand miles away and you can't play some freaking awesome games just because it's a limitation with the awesome game itself. games like blade ballet chad's favorite game yeah overcooked or lovers in a dangerous space time overcooked is actually overcooked. really good all right so that's that's uh that point there you know, you don't have to say that's that point there after everything. I'm you just say. saying. No, please do. You can just you can you can try Chad transitions. We skipped you one can... point because Chad didn't talk about it, which I think this is his thing. It's okay. He's currently muted. Who knows what he's doing? 
jacking up. Uh, I wanted to bring up. <laughs> for the, I don't know how many Dota players we have that listen, but Dota is a big part of my life, and some what other was people my thing? on this podcast. Well, we're skipping it now because <laughs> so I started the next <laughs> topic already. We'll, 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 we'll come, come back. back. We'll circle back. Uh, there like was just a really interesting thing that I saw on the Dota 2 subreddit. There was a video posted by Blitz, who's in the pro scene. He streams, he uh, commentates, uh, he's played professionally before. Um, There's a video posted by him shortly after he lost a game and he was really tilted. And basically, like, the video starts out with him being like, I need to post this video so, like, the 30 people that are going to see it get better at Dota because I need at least 30 people to get better at Dota after I've been triggered today. So he was like really <laughs> upset. Uh, but it's, uh, he's since taken it down because he thought it was in poor taste of his teammates, but there's all sorts of mirrors everywhere. We can, we can post one of the mirrors in the show notes. Um, it's actually super informative. Like it, it's really, really cool the way he thinks about it. He's, st- he starts off by saying, don't worry about mechanical skill because, you need to be thinking about the big picture all the time in Dota. Which is funny because he's the guy who's like, all right, if I'm playing Storm Spirit mid against Viper, I know that I have two static <laughs> charges. And if I have a bottle and he has, like, he just knows numbers. Yeah. He's like, he's at this amount of HP. I can roll in and, and do this and this and this and then he'll die and I'll still survive. And like, he'll even state what amount of HP he'll have at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's it'll ridiculous. be exact but yeah, he he was talking about big picture concepts and he was going over the replay of the game he lost. And basically it's like a, it's like an 11 minute video where he talks about how uh, the way the game should be played now is that you have your short laning phase and then you immediately want to try and start to uh, invade the enemy jungle and let your carry farm. So by invading the enemy jungle and putting, um, pressure on the opposite safe lane uh basically the safe lane becomes a kill zone because you have like four people over there at all times and your your safe lane carry has like infinite free farm so he's talking about how everybody says like the safe lane is the safe lane but there's actually like the most angles of attack into that tower area. So the people feel like they're safe under there, but you can get really super easy kills if you have enough people over there. Yeah. So, and he also says they'll start responding to you putting pressure there by like teleporting people in usually like one at a time and you can just go in and kill them repeatedly. And he says the, the problem is, is like people will, constantly try to respond to the other team instead of just um like solidifying their strategy and trying to put pressure on the opposite safe lane uh he showed like countless times that key would rotate up there and then other people would like tp into the the uh safe lane tower to try to defend and he's like guys we need to be up here I don't know. He talks a lot about angles of attack, like creating an angle on the enemy. Like you always want them to have to run past you to get away. It's just a lot of like really cool uh, things. I didn't really think about. Sounds like deep stuff. Sounds really neat. The real question is, are the people in the trench going to watch this and stop playing (laughs) like people in the trench? 
Nah. Hopefully. I don't know. It, it became pretty popular. They're going to be 3K lock into Animage and do nothing all game. <laughs> Man, I yeah. hate that. I didn't yeah, even guess spoke Chinese. It's the worst. <laughs> what else we got up in the news real quick before we jump down to other things? Anybody? I see other weird things. Rats and SpaceX yeah, and so, ITT. Okay. Um, I'm taking a marketing class, actually, and it's uh, consumer behavior. And so... Shoot me now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I find it really interesting, though, because it's like, sh- like basically discovering why people think the way they do and like why consumers will buy the products that they will. Uh, but there was this article that I had to read um, while I was kind of looking through some of the coursework that I had. And it was basically about like uh, brain power and, and how like... Uh, the more you get used to doing stuff, the less your brain works. Um, which you would actually like, in my opinion, I would think it would be opposite. I think I'd be using more of my brain power because like I have figured it out and, you know, I'm, I'm just able to do it so well that I'm, I, you know, I'm using a lot of my brain power because it's just mastered. Uh, but basically this explains so the, much of my life. The <laughs> test, the test that was done uh, was on rats and they, they put the rat in a maze and put a chocolate at the end of the maze. And when the rat was like scratching at the walls and sniffing and like moving around, they, their brain was like going off the charts because they were like figuring it out. But then the rats that actually f- knew where the chocolate was and they'd get there in like five seconds, their brain activity was just nothing. Like it was just, it knew where the goal was and it went. Um, and so this kind of explains like, I don't know, if, you're, if you learn how to drive, and then uh, bursting a car out of the driveway, it took a, a lot when you first started learning how to drive. But now it's like you just sit down in the car, slap it in reverse, and go. And you don't even really think about it. So I thought it was interesting. It's kind of, to me, it seems to fall in the same line of, like, I kind of think of addiction that way a little bit, right? Because oh, you yeah. kind of, once you're there, you just kind of just zone out. Turn to the same thing, and it takes more brain power to just kind of go to avoid than to just sub- submit. Um, well, the further into that topic was actually uh, if you want to get in a shape. Uh, oh gosh, you do Don't we all do what? Uh, basically, your your mind has a uh, kind of thing where it's like, oh, I get a reward when I finish this thing, and so uh, put like. Choose next to your door to where you can go for a run in the morning and then halfway through your day, like treat yourself to like a piece of chocolate or something and then treat keep yourself. doing that and <laughs> treat yourself you're like working like you're training yourself like you're a dog. All right, here we go. Yeah, We're gonna basically. Run. But no, when I'm done. I get a treat. It's funny, though, because like it, it works. Your brain starts getting that trigger of like, if I go for a run, I'm going to get a reward. Even if you <laughs> like, even if you don't like uh, have that that thing um that reward you know you're just on the run and you're like oh i'm about to get a reward and so your runs start feeling better um and that could be like a kind of placed into different categories in your life this totally sounds like my dog's obedience class all right here's what we're gonna do we're gonna have him run and when he's done we're gonna give him a treat okay (laughs) only reward after doing good things (laughs) but that's the problem i sit on my desk and freaking play computer games and shove cheetos in my mouth that's my reward like, good job. You're playing games. You're asking Cheetos. Nice. So what I continue to do? Frickin' Cheetos and games. It's bad. Cheetos or Cheez-Its? Cheez-Its. See, whatever it, they are. It doesn't matter. Like, See? I don't even remember what they are. They're just freaking food in front of my face. Then, in your mouth. Then, then you start running into problems where it's like, all right, guys. Whew. 
Went two days without heroin. Roared myself. <laughs> Holy crap. Shoot up some heroin. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like almost 100% positive, you'd be in withdrawals. <laughs> you would yeah, you're be... right. You're right. Two days is too much. You're like, I went two minutes. <laughs> Where's my head? Nice. Oh my gosh. All right, real quickly, last couple of news topics. We have the SpaceX launch recently. Conspiracy. (laughs) Recently, SpaceX launch was supposed to take a Facebook satellite up into space. Uh, That didn't happen. It exploded. Actually, Elon Musk thinks Mark Zuckerberg's a dick bag. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, uh, Elon Musk said that it didn't explode. It was just a really, really fast fire. And apparently there's a technical difference. Because in the really, really fast fire, if there were people on board, they would have had time to eject instead of being vaporized instantly. So, I guess there's that. <laughs> That's the spirit. The Facebook satellite uh, was supposed to be carrying some um, stuff to get uh, some like free internet up over Africa. So, that's kind of sad that that didn't happen. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get it eventually. I thought they were supposed <laughs> to do that whole the whole project with blimps. Or not blimps, but, you know, like, almost like, weather balloon type things. Uh, I don't know. Where they like, act as, like, Wi-Fi hotspots. Like Internet of uh, Internet of Things, isn't that what they call that? Internet of Things? I don't know. Uh, they were talking about internet doing that with... Is different? Well, they were talking about... They used the term... Okay, maybe I'm just using it incorrectly then. They used the term Internet of Things when we were over in Ireland. Because they were talking about they have sheep up in the northern Scottish Highlands that they have attached Wi-Fi emitters to their um, collars they wear on their neck. And they're just repeaters. And so they're just bouncing the Wi-Fi signal all over the northern highlands of Scotland to just give free Wi-Fi. Wow. And that's what they... They they called that the the Internet of Things. That was their term they used. Sheep-fi. Weird. I... I'm just imagining, like, Mark Zuckerberg posting that news on Facebook. And then, like, Elon Musk... on Facebook? No, he probably doesn't. But just, you know, hypothetically. Hypothetically speaking. Of course he can. He's no, he uses MySpace. Him and Tom are getting chilly. Yeah. I feel like Tom uses Facebook and, and Zuckerberg uses MySpace. Okay, first of all, but like this is a total tangent, but am I the only one that thought that Tom from MySpace, like his picture with the thumbs up, it looked like he was jerking it with the other hand. Oh, like, <laughs> Excuse like, me? Like, like, he, like he was jerking it. Like he was jerking his chicken. You know, beating his meat. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so in other news, Mark Zuckerberg posts that on Facebook and then Elon Musk just likes it and then just types in the comments LOL. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> LOL sucks to suck or something. Uh, like that. The other big news uh this Fortnite, I guess. Uh, it, Wait, Wait Fortnite! Wow. Did it get released? Fortnite That's out? a good measure of time. <laughs> well, I, we le- we release every two weeks, so it's not like this week. That's not did, news this but week. But did it get it's released? This... No, the game. Of course not. That game doesn't even <laughs> exist. Oh my gosh! It's never gonna come out. Bad. Anyway, yeah. ITT Tech shut down. Uh, it is oh, shut thank down. God. Thank Jesus! Not, not only they shut down, they literally just one day shut their doors and. Let go of all their staff, and they're like, "We're we're not doing it." Yeah, so that's because it. it was a pyramid scheme. Yeah, that, they they lost their next round of federal funding. I guess they were getting federal funding. Yeah, they were getting yeah. federal funding. They're a for-profit institution. 
They are not getting their next round of federal funding. So immediately when they heard that news, they instantly cut off new enrollment. Wow. And then within the week, shut down all of their locations. My God. Yep. So people that were like in the middle of classes, they're just out of luck. Are they yep. still offering classes on how to close a business 101? Because <laughs> <laughs> they are fucking wrecking it. So I thought that was interesting. I think for-profit education is kind of stupid. So. Wait, is there a class how to close business 101? No, sir. I don't know. Uh, if if you want to, if like, not, they should teach it. If you want to hear something really interesting on for-profit schools, John Oliver actually does a fantastic skit when he's talking about student debt, and then he goes into for-profit schools, and he's talking about that realm of ITT and University of Phoenix Online and all that. Full sale. It's super good. And I I mean, you know, I, I've looked at taking online classes from places like that before, so I like knew a little bit about it, but he does a really good job of some research topics on what's actually going on. I'll link it. Cool iPhone 7 and iOS 10 is being, like, out now. It's being <laughs> out. It's being out. It's well, being I out was going to say being so released. so glad it came out. Is it being out good for Fortnite? It. But since, since I grouped together I, iPhone 7 and iOS 10, like, I couldn't yeah, say. I grouped it together. I yeah. Uh, but anyways, iPhone 7 is being released. iOS 10 is released. Yeah. Um, iPhone 7 got announced. It's now available for pre-order. We already have one friend that has pre-ordered one. Who is that? Abraham Wolfgang. Oh, okay. He has no headphone jack. Oh, I was about to say that. Oh, my God. Yeah, what? (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, so new features on his phone. It's faster. It's got a better camera. It lost the headphone jack. Holy crap. That's like every phone. Can I tell this super (laughs) dumb joke that I found? Sure. The iPhone 7 gets arrested. He puts on his ear pods and smugly declares, sorry, you can't charge me while I'm using my headphones. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) This is a funny joke because it's alluding to the fact that you cannot charge the phone and listen to music with wired headphones at the same time. Well, the good news is we just lost all our listeners with that joke, so we don't have to do the podcast anymore. Nobody's going to listen to us. We're still trying to figure out the joke. How to close business 101. <laughs> so they took out the headphone jack. They had their whole speech on stage trying to get everybody riled up about it. They talked about how, why did we take it out? It all comes down to one thing. Courage. Money. They what? literally stood up on a stage and were like, comes down to one thing, really. Courage. The courage to oh move God. on. Oh, I can just hear From- Apple just <laughs> fapping to themselves right now. <laughs> like... Steve Jobs is rolling over in his grave. <laughs> They're like, you know, the analog audio jack is over 100 years old. And we need to move on from this antiquated technology. And we're going to have the courage to do so. No. Physical connections are always better <laughs> than freaking wireless ones. There's still a physical connection on the phone. You yeah, plug that so, bad boy right into the lightning jack. Wait, are we talking like straight up relationships or? Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. So they took the headphone jack out, but I think they're doing it the best way they can, which is they're including a pair of headphones that will work with the lightning port, and they're including an adapter that goes from lightning port to 3.5 millimeter. Until now, those things fix, fall out of your freaking ear and just get lost. Yeah. It doesn't fix the issue of being able to charge and listen at the same time, unless you're doing wireless. Plus, but 
at least they're not going to charge you $30 for an adapter like they did when they'd had the 30 pin to lightning adapter. Do you know how long do the wireless headphones last? Like uh, charge wise? They last five hours and they have um, the case that they come in charges them for up to 24 hours of use. Oh yeah. They're, they're just like those and braggy. They headphones. said that if you put them in the case to charge them, they'll get three hours of use over 15 minutes of charge. Huh. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, what if I'm on a car trip going up like 15 hours? I have to charge into your freaking stereo. So More like, importantly, yeah, if I'm stuck at work <laughs> and I want to listen to anything other than my neighbor typing. Use some wired headphones. Yeah, so every three hours you'd have to charge them for 15 minutes. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Okay. It is exhausting. I have to take them out of my ears. Get a plug. Plug them in. You don't have to get a plug. You just put them in their case. God, I have to have the case then. That probably weighs like <clears throat> 20 pounds. You just gotta toss them in your pocket when you go to take them home and hope that yeah. one of them doesn't just jingle out. So like, actually, we haven't actually physically addressed the uh, the wireless headphones. They've also announced those. They're calling them AirPods. God. Oh my I God. repeatedly refer to them as AirBuds because I, I get them messed up. Yo, AirBuds I, I think is it's so hilarious cool. when what? I do so. I just think about a dog. Yeah, man. I think about everybody. Playing basketball. Yeah. Yep. Yo, you guys remember that movie, Like Mike? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? What have Actually, happened to Little Mike? I've seen that movie so What's many times. Don't you He's... know? He moves so fast across the, fl- across the floor. It's like he runs through my mind like all the time. Chad <laughs> used to listen to a lot of Little <laughs> Bow Wow, if you haven't catched it. Also, oh, his wow. name is just Bow Wow now, right? Well, he's not little anymore. Yeah, he's, he's, got a, he's got a new yeah. album out. I don't know. I talked to some ladies, and they say he's still a little bow wow. Wow. Savage. Anyway, well, we anyway. lost him as a listener. My point: AirPods. <laughs> AirPods. I was actually really excited when I saw these. They're don't get me wrong; they're super dumb. Like yep. I, I'm not gonna buy them. But the fact that they're literally just the earbud part of it with zero wires. I just I think that's super cool. I've been waiting for us to get to that point for no, a really long time. I mean, I'm they waiting already for have us that. to get to the point we where we have bone conduction earbuds that I can just bolt to my skull. Oh no! <laughs> Why don't you just freaking right. just put it in there permanently then? And let your electrical so, charge from your skin because because then my because then my ears are plugged. Okay. No, I mean just like in your jawbone. Just implant that bad boy in your bone. Oh, you mean the up up band? Have you guys seen those headphones that everybody wears where it's got like the band that goes around their neck and then the earbuds mm-hmm. like come out of it and goes up to the ears? Mm-hmm. I just want to punch everybody that wears those. Oh, Why? I hate them so oh much. God. Why do you hate what? It's they look with... so stupid. They do Why? look pretty stupid. I, so I actually dumb. have to agree with Alex on this. You know, this. they're a lot better because <laughs> if one falls out, guess what? It's just going to fall onto your shoulder versus just say an ear pod. It I mean, looks like sure, a... but you can just run a cable between them. It looks like a um, one of those travel like pillows. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. They're the all like Sumail walking yes. out to TI five. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, what happened? So, Sumail just wore one of those neck pillows. All TI five. Yep. Just every time he walks just, like, on, stage. on the maid stage, he just <sighs> he won six million dollars or whatever, and then came out and was like. I'm, yeah, I'm wearing a neck pillow still. That, like, old, I was, I was basically was taking a nap. He was like, what, 16, 17? I think he was when... like 16. Yeah. Like that. Can, you, can you imagine how just, just, just like <laughs> right after he gets that prize, you just take it off his, you peel it off his neck. You take a big old whiff. 
Oh like, no. Oh god, that would knock me out. It's like smell it's oh it's like what's that stuff that knocks you out? Uh chloroform. Yes, thank you, Jake. <laughs> I got you. With Jake? the save. <laughs> Jake, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna question the fact that I'm no, like, that out of nowhere. I was about to say, like, Jake, that was super quick. Like yeah, yeah. No, I got that. Of all things to know. What's that thing you knock people out with? Chloroform. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you breathing heavy, Jake? I don't know. I just can't. I, I can't stop laughing. I, 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 I think I slept for like three days. Other cool technologies built into the AirPods real quick. Chloroform? No. They've got accelerometers built into them, so they don't oh, have gosh. buttons on them, but you can tap on them to do different functions. And oh, great. It. That never works. They've got, oh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> They've got uh, infrared sensors on them, so they'll know when they're in your ears or not. So you can put one in your ear, and it'll know that you only have one in, and it'll switch to mono mode, and it'll put it all your uh, sound to that like ear. Oh, last I heard, the other one. last I heard, it was if one is out, it just doesn't play. Yeah, but it it does that, and then it also will dynamically switch like uh, from left to right to mono. If you only have one in, that's pretty cool. Okay, and they so both have cool. microphones on them, dual microphones essentially for noise canceling. And I don't speak out of my ears. No, they're on, they're on the little nubbins. They're poking out of them. Nubbins. All nubbins. I want is to be able to go, computer, get me tea Earl Grey hot. And have it just give me some tea. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just <laughs> want to be like, hey, yo, computer, uh, what other movies have Arnold Schwarzenegger in them? I'd be like, oh, IMDb. You says... can do that, but you don't have to say computer. It could just be like, Alexa. Or Siri. I was about to say. Yeah, but I want to say computer. Or Siri. Alexa, or don't okay, Google. I don't, I, don't want, I don't want any I'm of this sh- fucking like, personality like, BS. I don't want Siri being like, oh, I have like, quippy jokes. I, it's a computer. I want it to do shit. I don't want it to fucking sass me while it does it. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can probably jailbreak your phone and get that. Almost guaranteed there is a, a city of mod for your iPhone that you can get where you can say computer and it'll activate Siri. Computer. Yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. I, I just don't want it, it, I don't want Siri, man. So I, much effort. You just want freaking Star Trek freaking consoles on your wall. Do you not? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I guess that's yeah. valid. I do. You're right. I, and then if I could get a food replicator, dude, I... Because I, I do not. I love eating. I love eating. Eating is wonderful. <laughs> Cooking blows dick. <laughs> we got Jake over here with chloroform, and we got Frank with uh, freaking love eating. I just can't. I just can't stop. I can't oh, stop. Man. So see, guys. iOS and- ten is uh released actually today which is september 13th when we were recording this at 10 42 a.m why did i say a.m that's definitely not that's just date the episode wait (laughs) yeah it's not even accurate for two of the people ios 10 when there was os x uh it's for phones it's always (laughs) ios number for phones no yeah i understand that but why would they just why would they have a 10 on that and then x like i don't like that i got you It's weird. Uh, like, like you, either, you either go Roman numeral or you go friggin' numeric. Like, come I don't on, like that OS X called OS X because it's been OS X for friggin' ever and they just keep on incrementing the decimal point and calling it different names. Let's be honest. No one knows how to name anything. There's a Battlefield 1 coming out this year. I mean, that one's kind of <laughs> where's name, Where's Windows 9 at? Yeah, where is Windows 9? 
they don't. Have, it, I mean, it, it, they Did would. You, do you know it, why they didn't do it? Too many German people would be like Windows. No. Oh, it was. It was something. <laughs> it was something about the fact. It somewhere in the code, where having the fact that it was called Windows Nine would cause a lot of problems. What? Yeah, confusion because it would it would do string parsing, and it would the first thing it would pull out would be Windows ninety five. Wow. You, oh you, my God. you are a nerd right now. <laughs> yeah, because he'd do string parsing. He just and got like, the really excited really yeah, fast. Yeah, he did. No, did you hear him? It's just so ridiculous. Like, whoever <laughs> wrote like, that code was like quick breathing. Ago, and there was, they and just it was... have to feel so bad. <laughs> it, yeah, it's like some Y2K stuff. Like, when yeah. everybody thought everything was going to break. Dude, they're starting, they're starting the to offer uh, Fortran classes at my university. What? Just now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little, little late. Yeah. Little. Well, the thing is, is that there's a huge gap of like knowledge, where like a lot of people don't know how to write Fortran, and for some reason, everybody still uses Fortran. Mm-hmm. Do they? Is that my aunt still uses well, Fortran. It, it, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of like uh, old systems that will have okay. just like little yeah. chunks that are using Fortran or whatever, or this little section uses. Is it, and they're like, we want to make this not from 1996, please. I forgot to mention the other difference on the iPhone 7 now. At first, I thought you said 4chan, and I was like, wait. 4chan. What? I'd they're teaching class. 4chan? Yeah. No, all you have to do is walk down to the anime club. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, mother. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like I walk in, and I'm like, the humidity in the room just went up like 120%. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The, oh, it's the home other button. Is solid state. Was everybody's excited? Does that, does that mean it's oh, it's oh. not a button? It's not a button anymore. I don't care. It's that, like force sensitive, so, and it's got their taptic feedback engine in it. Never so works. It's gonna, we it just does. went over this. It never worked. Jake, it totally does it work? works. No. Thank you. Have you seen the new MacBooks that have the force touch uh, trackpads? <clears throat> because they're amazing. I don't care. Jake and I know. We know what's up. They're they incredible. Mix up our Star Wars and Star Trek. So, so, wait, so if what, you haven't, what's the <laughs> and all that? If you haven't experienced one of the new MacBooks that have the new trackpads in them, good kill. The trackpads don't actually have a button in them anymore. They don't actually move. But when you push on it, it totally feels like it moves. I don't know how they do it. It's magic. I had to like get my face down at the trackpad and like stare at it to make sure it wasn't depressing when I pushed on it. I'm I imagining can, you like getting real close yeah, to trackpad and biting your lip. Your eyes are like real wide. And you're like, I'm serious, like, dude. <laughs> it's freaking sorcery of some sort. You push on it and it feels like it pushes in, but it doesn't. It's technology, man. Can you imagine how how weird of a pitch that must have been when you're like going up <laughs> to your supervisor? You're like, guys, check it out. Check it out. I made a fucking touchpad. And when you click it, it doesn't fucking move. And like, <laughs> so it's not a touchpad. No, like you can click it, like you, you use your thumb, but it doesn't move. So has it? No, like the, exactly. Like I made it. They're like Jim, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but yeah, they, they've essentially go put that same wireless technology. Go take out the earplug in, in the iPhone. Button. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> so when you push on it, it'll still feel like you're pushing on it, but it won't actually move in a solid state. Which, out of everything on my iPhone, that's like the one thing that wears out because you push it so much. It feels it's like, like one it's of the not most like commonly responsive. Yeah. Anyway, let's please move on. Yeah, <laughs> we actually we should probably jump on to because we we're going to talk a little bit about tabletop and video games. Um, 
Oh, we talked about that on this podcast? Well, we can't skip PS4 Slim and PS4 Pro. It's a major freaking device. I just want to say that... Everybody's boarding the Destiny train. Has anybody else used iOS 10 yet? Not yet. No. None of you used it. I've never owned an iPhone. That's fine. I, I was kind of Except, talking wait, to the, the rest of the crew. Well, Jake doesn't have an iPhone on iPads, dude. So, I've been using it for a couple days now because of the fact that I got into the beta. Uh, and I've got to say that, you know, when they used to update their system, I'd be like, ah, frig, I got to learn everything and, and it'd be terrible. But this is like the first time where I've been like, these features are actually kind of cool. Uh, I was actually like showing one of my friends today and sending Aaron some stuff. Um, did you actually get like the weird writing? Oh, yeah. St- yeah. Okay. So basically, you can do video now and also like write while you're doing a video, like with your finger, like draw a picture or something, uh, and then send it. So that's pretty cool in the chat. You can also go to applications, uh, right next to the chat, like chat box, iMessage box, and like send. Uh, recently listened to Apple Music or other. There's other applications that you can use. Um. And then they've changed, the biggest change that I've seen and the, the most impressive is when you go into the clock application, you got to think, when you're setting an alarm, what time is it usually? Is it right in the, in the morning or is it like right before you go to sleep and you're like dead tired, your eyes are hurting because, you know, you, you need some sleep and you're about to look at a screen? About two hour, two years ago. <laughs> wow. You just haven't changed your alarm? Nope. Okay, All day, anyways. every day, same time. Anyways, there's the the app is now uh, black rather than white, so it's like easier on the eyes. It's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> How did they think of that? Why didn't they think Here of that comes earlier? Jim coming back. He's just like guys, 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 guys. <laughs> listen. All right. <laughs> no, everyone, just, just, just shut the fuck up for a second. Right. We take the clock app. Right. It's white. We make it black. And everyone's like, oh my, f- holy sh. Uh. Uh, they, they like that one. They don't like <laughs> the force touch. No, no they, because, they, you know. So, a couple more changes. Apple Music is different. It's actually more user friendly than it was before. Uh, and whenever you swipe to the left while the phone's open, there's always like useless like bars there, like notifications and stuff that you like. You just constantly hit like uh, clear. Uh, you can actually edit. The swipe to the left and and put your own stuff there like for instance i have weather my calendar uh amazon because that's important uh and then i have like news because it was there oh so they're like widgets like yeah it's kind of just, kinda just like everything you said is like feel like it's just turning into an android phone yeah pretty much like they have had the ability with the note to freaking write on video and photo and send it to people they have had the ability i don't know what they do with the heck their clock yeah they but probably did apple reinvent clock. it yet though yeah apple reinvented it dude Oh, that's right. You have to no, let, no. you have to wait and let Apple reinvent it before yeah. it's actually good. It, yeah, it's sorry, like when I forgot. Blizzard made StarCraft, and then everyone's like, "Oh my God, StarCraft!" And then you know, Warhammer 40k games started coming out, and everyone's like, "Dude, this is such a StarCraft ripoff." <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, y'all need to die." All right, PS4 Slim, PS4 Pro. Oh, I'm gonna, I'll be right back while you're talking yeah, about this trash. Don't interrupt me. Let me freaking get through this real quick so we can talk about other things that you care about. Jesus, that's savage. Okay. PS4 Slim's coming out. It's basically a PS4. It's like the same price as a PS4. Oh, it's, th- it's $300? Like, it's like a piece of crap. It's $300. Whatever. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about that because PS4 Pro is coming out in like two months and it's going to be like double the power 
and they're talking about how they're going to have 4K HDR stuff, uh, four teraplops of teraplops. Teraplops. Yo, I laid Love down it. a couple teraplops earlier this Four teraflops of power. <laughs> so they're talking about basically it's going to be an RX 480 in the system. Um, that is an AMD card. For Did he get the more proceeds, isn't it? That is slightly less powerful than a 1060. So my God, still not even anywhere near close to what my system can do. Just so everybody <laughs> knows, I'm cool. And you're about not. to say PC Master Race? <clears throat> no. Uh, the big problem it. I have with it is that they're talking about it being able to do 4K, but I'm pretty sure they're talking about upscaling. They're not going to be able to render stuff at 4K natively. Also, I'm pretty, sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure your video card costs as much as a PS4. Yeah, well, it's going to cost $400, so one of my video cards costs more than that. Twice Significantly more. Not twice as much. Uh, I think all of this is bogus. Uh, Xbox One Project Scorpio, or whatever they're talking about, is they've already said it's going to be six teraflops, so it's going to be like 50% more powerful than this. That's coming out next year. And I think Sony's going to be screwed. Nah, they have such a large user base already. Like, I don't know, man. It's it, like, Microsoft's going to have to do a a lot I more, think, than, a, a lot more than just like tech. To I get think people they'll back come out and their stuff's going to look way better than Sony games and everybody's going to be doing comparison screenshots and they're going to be like, oh man, the Xbox looks way better than this. What's up with that? I mean, if you if you go with that argument, then everyone who owns an Xbox and a PS4 should have switched to PC by now. Yeah, but everybody, just, everybody just hates PC for no reason other than that they're dumb. <laughs> For Probably race. because everybody keeps going, PC must race. PC also, must it's race. so much more like expensive. Everybody to know that everybody else in this podcast has said that, and I have not. Well, I'm probably the biggest supporter of it. Not everybody. I don't know. Jake hasn't said it. Kayla's pretty much been quiet. Frank right. hasn't actually said it. Anyway, that's our two seconds on Sony stuff. That just leaves two me and Aaron. I'm just uh, saying. Hey, everybody, everybody. Let's I'm go table on top. my destiny train. Tabletop. Let's go tabletop. We simply yeah, had a couple things top. to talk about. Caleb's been playing a new game. Caleb! By been playing, do you mean I have played it with Jake once? You have played it with because Jake once. Congratulations, you get to talk about it. Everyone refuses to play. Wait, communists. I'll play, but how can I play? It's, it's on tabletop. me and Caleb. <gasps> it's on tabletop simulator. Go yeah, play I'll it totally, now. I'll totally hey, play it with you. It's on tabletop simulator. Also, the name of the game <laughs> is Thornwatch. <laughs> Which is... Oh my gosh, Take Caleb, away, probably. Okay. Holy crap. Me? Okay. I mean, I can if you want. <laughs> oh my gosh, why don't you just matter. bow okay. to each other? Just, just <laughs> curtsy. So, okay, so it's like a tabletop... It's like a simplified version of D&D where each, like, player has a deck rather than just, like, open-ended actions and spells and such. So, like, rather than having to build your character, you can just say, oh, I'm going to play this character, and you get that deck, and you shuffle it up, and you draw, like, your spells, and you power them up, and it, it just requires a lot less... Set preparation i guess yeah. yeah less prep time than regular D, but with a lot of the same benefits i really like it i think it's a lot of fun does it feel made like by gabe and taiko of penny arcade along with some other people including mike selinker of yeah wizards of the coast lone shark games people. i think is who's actually like yeah pushing it through they have a yeah. kickstarter if they this do. goes up within like 20 days it. Does yeah it, does it feel like an intro to dnd mm, like i wouldn't this would be a good first step uh i mean if you want to get into D, &D i guess it's kind of got i don't know 
No, when it comes to D and D, you just dive. Yeah, right I, I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, don't think there's a good comparison for D and D. I mean, it's it's a good step in that direction. I don't think it's a starting point for D and D. Really, every game that tries to like simplify D and D makes it much more of a game. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, as as opposed to an experience, I would yeah. say I, if you're not sure if you like that kind of game, this is a good step into like that atmosphere kind of that right. type of gameplay kind of. That's really but what I'm in terms for. of the absolute freedom, building characters, basically doing whatever you want, this is a lot more limited. It's well, a lot more like a board game. My point is that I, and I don't know, Alex, you may, um, you know, say yes to this as well. But the, I, the only reason I ever decided I would even try D and D was because I sat down with a dungeon master when we were up in like a pro dungeon master, whatever they're called. We were up at PAX one year, and we just played through a pre-made character sheet. There were like five of us played through a dungeon. I would have never tried it had I not sat down with somebody who led me through something. Yeah, and that was great. That was a good experience. Yeah, it was great. One of the things Thornwatch does really well that most games that are similar to it don't do is it rewards you for actually role playing. Which yeah, I actually, think is cool. I it's a cool love idea. that system. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I really wish I could get that into my games. <laughs> <laughs> Give people so, role plays like pulling teeth. Is it? <laughs> is it available? I mean, is it available? You can buy it. Uh, you can support you can them on download Kickstarter. It for free. You can download a print and play version. Yeah. yeah. When is oh, the which actual is how it's been on physical version coming out? Uh, Not till like December. I was gonna say their estimate is September 2017. September, there you go. Okay. So. There you go. Wow. Off then. Yeah. So you can get the print and play version. Just take it to some place that's gonna print it on nice thick paper or whatever. So we're Ports. starting. We're starting to do alpha builds of board games now. Yeah. I mean, it's Kickstarter. It's what they yeah, do. Yeah. I yeah. know. It's like their thing. I mean, Kickstarter does print and play board games on everything that gets kickstarted? No, this is specifically them Yeah, that's doing specifically Thornwatch. That's what I mean. I feel like we're doing alpha builds on board games now. Yeah. Because they're providing a print and play version for something that doesn't come out for another year. Yeah, the print and play version has been around for a while, man. I was going to say, they've been refining this. Like, I think the past few packs you could play it. Yeah. In a wow. limited capacity, but mm-hmm. there was a lot more signage for it this year at PAX. I yeah. believe that. Also, the game's gorgeous because it's it's all illustrated by Gabe. Yeah, and he's amazing. He's, oh my god! Yeah, he's really good. I thought I thought you were gonna say like Gabe Newell, and I was like, wow. No. <laughs> yeah, they put <laughs> him in to do the art. <laughs> that is, that is, that's that's why Half Life Three hasn't been happening. <laughs> he's just like sitting there drawing cartoons and like just continuously expanding his knife collection (laughs) (laughs) sounds right so there's not a ton of new released tabletop stuff all the time so i kind of have uh decided to spin out my things i want to talk about in tabletop to things that we've been playing recently that are kind of new to us so uh, one of the major ones, I think, is uh, Dead of Winter. Uh, Aaron, do you want to ex- kind of explain what Dead of Winter is? Sure. Wait, are, are we talking just tabletop games? Yeah, right. this is just tabletop. Um, Dead of Winter is very much a uh, resource management um, zombie uh, survival game. Um, and you basically have a base of operations. You move people in and out of the base of operations to gather supplies. And there are zombies on the map. And you have essentially a... Um, uh, end goal for the game and then each player has their own end goal to win the game and it just is like several rounds of people moving uh gathering or searching for supplies possibly killing zombies 
and then trying to build up food supplies and rations and, and meet requirements for the uh, main base. Um, if you listen to the Humble Monthly Bundle Rumble review, uh, we talked about um, Sheltered, which is basically Dead of Winter, but just in a video game and just slightly different uh, gameplay. Uh, Dead of Winter is fantastic. I, the times we played it, we, I had so much fun. How many hours did we play that one night? We played it so long. That second game we played, we played like the long campaign version. It was really And long. we played like at least four hours, probably spread out it over did not, the course of did not feel like it. that. Yeah, I don't know. It it's it's really cool. It can it's cool because it can turn real bad real fast and then you have to kind of band together to fix things. But then at the same time there's always a looming aspect of somebody could be working against you in the group. Uh, I thought it was it's it's made by Plat Hat Games and they make they have made some fantastic games uh in the past as well. This one's just I thought it was really well balanced, really well done. Um what I found it most interesting is that both games we played we won one and then we got super close to winning the second one and you said every other time you've played you've been absolutely obliterated like round 2 yeah. or 3. Yeah, we've lost so easily the other times that we played. It's ridiculous. We made it two rounds in one time and died. So it's a, it's not a forgiving game. That time that we won is the only time that we've won so far. It's a great And actually, game. I didn't even complete all of my objectives, so I technically lost. So I've technically lo- uh, won zero times. It's a cool game. Wow. It is a fantastic game. Who played King of New York? Uh, I have King of New York, and I've been playing with my family. Oh my gosh, it's so good. That, have you played it? Yeah, I actually played it probably about uh, actually probably about a year ago. Yeah. Um I had uh, my friends who live out in in Virginia, a couple others um out west of you guys. They had um like one of the big placemat versions like you see at PAX with the the bigger figurines. Right. Like yeah, I remember sets. seeing that. Right. It wasn't that big. It was like half that size, but it was still like a mat. Um and they had bigger figurines. It's so much fun to play. We played on their dining room table. It basically filled up the whole entire table. Yeah, so that game basically plays you're you're a giant monster and you're trying to either kill all the other giant monsters or reach 20 victory points. Uh, you're in New York City and you get to basically maintain control of a borough and uh, at all times somebody has to be in Manhattan. If you're in Manhattan, you can get attacked by everybody else uh, and you can attack everybody else at once. And basically the gameplay runs like um, in a Yahtzee style of dice rolling. So you roll six die and then decide which die you want to keep, and you get to roll up to three times. Um, it's just, it's quick, it's easy, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I've gotten super, super close to winning two different times where it came down to one single roll, and then I lost. It, it's infuriating. Uh, <laughs> every time that we've played in my house, the person that gets put in Manhattan first has won. I don't know how that happens. Yeah, that seems like almost a disadvantage a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so in, in Manhattan, you can't heal uh, using regular means. You have to use special uh, heal abilities, which are really hard to come by. Um, but you get like a lot of resources. You get like a lot of uh, victory points and a lot of energy to like buy things. So there's like an uh, advantage and disadvantage of being man- in Manhattan. It's just a really cool game. I think people should play it. Artwork is pretty cool on it as well. Yep, and there's an expansion coming out next month that will add new powers to the 
monsters. Uh, I think they're called evolution powers. It's exciting. Yeah. I've oh, that's a unique that. expansion. So they're just modifying the existing characters in game instead of right. adding new things. I, I like that. Um, should we jump into our well, one of our last sections on video games? We have a couple things we wanted to talk about here. Um, I have no idea who put any of these topics in here, so feel free to just fire away whoever put a bunch of this in here. Yeah, I added a whole bunch of it. I don't know how much anybody wants to talk about. I wanted I to want... talk about Fury. Uh, I don't know if you want to let me do that. Right I have now. no idea what that is. Go ahead, tell me. Fury is a game. Uh, if you're a console person, if you own a PlayStation, you probably already know about Lab. it. Uh, it was one of the free games for PlayStation uh, Network subscribers. Um, but I bought it on PC because, you know, PC. Fast race! <laughs> it, the it entire again. game is basically a series of 10 boss fights. Uh, I'm up to boss fight six right now, working my way through it. It is just like a pretty much, um, just like a very hard uh, reactionary based action game. You essentially have a four-hit combo, a parry, and a dash, uh, and you also have a gun. So, and is this you? You react like during the beat? No. So this is like the <laughs> you're you're a character, and then the the bad guy's a character, and you're in this like circular arena, and they have um. I mean, it's like typical boss fight fashion. They have patterns that you have to recognize to be able to defend against. So they might come up and try to hit you and you have to parry them and then they might back off and try to shoot and you have to dodge all the bullets. And then there it gets like super, super crazy. There's like waves of energy and like giant lasers and like screen filling, like bullet hell style um, dodging like bullet. It, it turns into a shmup at some point where you're just like dodging tons of bullets and shooting your gun a ton. Uh, and then uh, the system for like killing a boss i think is pretty unique because you start the fight and they have these little tick marks under their health bar so you know that's how many health bars they have and each health bar is like a different stage of the boss like they'll switch up their attacks hmm. uh, and patterns and all that and you also have three tick marks under your health bar so you have three health bars all the time when you defeat a phase of the boss you gain a health bar and if he kills you he gains all his health back for that phase and you go down a tick mark so it's you can kind of come back from being defeated, which I think is pretty cool. Um, it gives you a chance to kind of like learn the patterns and try to defeat them. It's really hard and it's really fun. And the art style is super cool. And all of the music is like new retro wave. And <laughs> it's it's a ton of fun. I'm only on boss six and I can't beat him. It's How many hard. bosses are there? Ten. Okay. Good luck. Rocket League no Rumble idea. is pretty okay. cool. Um, it's pretty cool. <laughs> basically, just to touch on it, it's I mean, it's not a big, huge change to Rocket League, so we don't have to go into. Actually, there is a huge change that Aaron. I don't know if you know about this. Uh, you have to play ranked once every thirty days to keep your ranking. Whoa. Um, if you don't play ranked once every thirty days, it goes away. Which, when actually, <laughs> when Dark Zoon was telling me this, uh, I heard the words "you have to pay." P A Y once oh, wow. every thirty days, and I was like, I was like, Doug, I don't think they're gonna do that. And he's like, Why are you so skeptical of this? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> So, um, 
Rocket League Rumble is a mode that they add in, like, uh, the mutators that they used to have and still kind of have, uh, and, like, hoops and stuff like that. It's just a game mode that you can play. Uh, you, every 10 seconds, get a kind of power-up. <clears throat> There's, like, 11 types of power-ups. So you can have a super strong, like, if you, like, touch another car, explode on, you know, impact. Uh, there's the plunger that goes out, reaches for the ball, and pulls it towards you. There's the uh, grapple hook that actually pulls you towards the ball, so it's like an automatic aerial. Uh, there's magnets, tornadoes. You can uh, freeze the ball, like straight up, it's frozen in the air. It really throws everybody off. Because um, I've actually learned that a ball not moving is harder to hit from aerial style than huh. a ball moving. I can imagine. Uh, and then, what else? I feel like I'm missing some. Oh, the spikes. Your car turns into like a spike thing, and the ball just sticks to your car. And I think it's the most ridiculous one, because it's like when you see somebody spike the ball, it's like, oh, well, that's a goal. Because they just drive straight into the... It's like they don't even have to dribble nothing. They just drive straight into the goal. Wow. That's Rocket League Rumble. Um, Caleb, have you been... You, have you beat Abduction yet? Yeah, I beat Abduction. Uh, what did you think about the game? Um, I don't think it's as good as its predecessors. Is that just because... Our, huh? For our audience, which are... Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> Abduction was made by the people that made Mist and Riven, um, which are super puzzle-intense games. And three others. And Abduction is... Did they make three others? Yeah, there's five Mist games, plus the remastered versions. I don't versions. think they made all of them. Um, pretty sure. Anyway, Abduction, it doesn't play quite like the earlier ones because it picks a sort of mechanic, a puzzle mechanic, and it sticks with that same puzzle mechanic through the entire game, which makes it a little old after a while. So the puzzles don't feel new and refreshing like they do in Mist when you change areas. And that's that's the main issue I have with it. I mean, the game itself is pretty decent. I mean, the storyline's not the best, but that's not really the point of it. So, hmm. um, for what it's worth, they did make the games. The other, the other expansions, or not expansions, okay. the other uh, uh, games, Ribbon, End of Age, all those others. Um, is it is part of that have to do also? You think with just the fact that we're kind of inundated with puzzle games at this point, and missed in its time and its own time was so unique. No, I mean it's it just doesn't follow the same formula that Miss did where. Every new area had new types of puzzles and interesting things going on. It was one puzzle mechanic that carries over between every single world, and occasionally they add some sort of mini puzzle element that's really not interesting. So it's not Steven's sausages level or level <laughs> puzzles. <laughs> uh, most of them are not difficult or terribly difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well. I, I, I am still holding off because I don't know if Alex has bought the game yet, but I was going to buy it, but then he told me he was going to buy it, and I realized, well, that's stupid. Why would we both buy it? Because when we're done playing it, the other one of us is up. so dumb. Well, I do own it, so... I, I'm just going to play yours. Yep. <laughs> just going to play yours. Um, I did want to talk about a game real quick. Uh, we have obviously done our Humble Monthly Bundle Rumble stuff. Jake, can you just say that for me again? 
What is it? Humble, what do you fumble, call it? fumble, fundle, dundle. That's great. Um, <laughs> so, uh, we've done our humble stuff, and the game came out this uh, this time on the September humble bundle, um, humble monthly bundle called Spoolside. Um, and during our review, I think we all unanimously said that may have been the best game in uh, nope. the bundle besides Epistory. Okay. Okay. Um, then yes. <laughs> sorry, Epistory is just crazy name. But the crazy thing about I, I find about Spoolside is that it is a humble original, um, only available in the bundle. You can't even buy it on their store. And it is just a very, very unique uh, take on, here we go again, time travel, um, maneuvering as a 2D or well, maneuvering as a 2D person in a 2D world three-dimensionally, if that makes any sense. Um, like Fez? Kind of. A little bit. And it, it just the story is great. The character lines are fantastic. And the fact that it's just some little... I feel like it's just some little podunk little indie game maker, and they just produce something amazing. Fantastic job. Um, I don't know if it's has anybody ever seen it available anywhere other than the bundle. I'm Humble sure it's available on their only store. available in the bundle. No, it is not on their store. They're only available in the bundle. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. So sorry, everybody who's listening. Sucks to suck if you didn't get the bundle. Piracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Darn. I mean, wow. since you can't actually purchase it at this point. Yeah. Um. So that game. We I don't actually was... endorse piracy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That game was awesome. No, no, okay, I have to say something. What? All right, so I just... Wait, do we we endorse piracy? I I read this today, right? That it makes perfect sense for pirates to say R. And it's because, picture it, all of the shipmates come up and they're like, the cannons be loaded, captain. And the captain's just like, R. Ah, are the cannons loaded? <laughs> well, the cannons are loaded is proper English. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. they say the cannons be loaded. All right, cool. Dad wow, joke. I could not have lived without that joke. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm so angry right now. Oh, God, I need some bandages so, for my wrists. Um, So that game, and the other game I was going to talk about, and I was wanting to ask all of you guys if you'd heard about ReCore. Yeah. It came out today, and apparently, I didn't know this, but it's made by the people who made uh, Metroid Prime. Oh, word? Yeah, which, if you're a Metroid Prime fan like I am, like that's a big <laughs> deal, because I love Prime. I actually, I love all their games that they made that were on GameCube. Um, but it is, again, I think this is, it's a Windows uh, Store only game. Maybe, Alex, you can confirm that yeah, or somebody. It's, okay. it's an Xbox exclusive, which means it's also on PC, but only in the Windows yeah. Store. And I, I didn't know it was the uh, Metroid Prime developers that did it. I knew um, it was an Inafune joint, uh, yeah. who is the guy that has done a lot of Capcom stuff. Mega Man, uh, Dead Rising. It looks like a mixture um, of Metroidish, um, Resident Evil, um, Metroidish, like search and find and puzzle in combination with Star Wars Episode Seven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does have that vibe. It looks so, really right. cool, like two E3s ago when I saw it, and then they didn't say anything about it for forever, and then all of a sudden they were like, "It's out." Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I feel like that, that there's a lot of things that happen in the Windows Store that don't get communicated out because it's not on Steam and none of us ever notice it. Like yep. that game that came out with the guy who's um, Iceman in X Men. 
or whatever his name is. Quantum Break. Quantum, quantum Break. Yeah, Quantum Break. Yeah. I knew about that, but then I read a bunch of reviews that said it wasn't great, so I didn't bother investing in the Windows Store. Well, I I probably won't invest in the Windows Store, but Record does look cool. So maybe that's like maybe that'll be my first venture in. Also out on the Windows Store is the Halo 5 Forge. Uh, what a PC segue. edition stuff. Uh, which you might not know have noticed because it's on the Windows Store. I didn't even know it came out. All of a sudden, I saw a mention of it somewhere. I was like, oh, snap. That's out. Yeah. That sounds like a marketing issue. Chad, get on it. Wait, <laughs> what was it? I'm sorry. I was like not paying attention. Mom walked so, into the room and said goodnight to me. Oh, gosh. You can essentially play Halo 5 on PC now. That's cool. Uh, all of the, the Forge tools are there, so you can build your own maps and build your old custom game oh, modes cool. and everything. Tower of Power. Uh, you okay. can Ultimate play Ninja multiplayer... You can play multiplayer with other people, but right now it's limited to invites only. So there's no way to match. There's no way to retarded? find a server. Um, they're working on. Who's a that guy browser. that keeps going up to his manager? Frank, who's Jim. that guy? Jim. They're working on a server browser Jim, for PC. Jim, Jim doesn't work for 343. I think it's going to be super cool. <laughs> Oh gosh! John. Once the server browser hits, it's essentially just going to be Halo multiplayer on PC. That'd be cool. I play the crap out of that crap. Yep, same here. And I then, remember the days when it was like you, you know, know what? three that's, to four people nostalgia. showed up. Shut up! I remember the days when three or four people showed up with like Xboxes, like the original Xbox, mm-hmm. and we all had like a network switch, and we plugged in our Ethernet cables and played split screen four person on four different consoles and was 8v8 and halo 2 played to like 5 or 6 a.m does and did anybody experience that but me nope. i mean all all i really because i played halo on the pc so yeah. i didn't really play multiplayer OG master much. race over here what i what i do remember <laughs> was uh playing halo 2 a lot with um a whole bunch of my friends go over to my friend's house and, and play it because I never had an Xbox. I've never had an Xbox. Um, and playing on lockout and then getting my ass whooped while getting cussed out by a 10 or 11 year old. Jeez. <laughs> Sounds about right. Like, just, I have that, played, that played is against my several people who like had their child talking while they were playing. Uh, I played against a guy who was named a five year old boy. And he was like, had this super high pitched voice and was yelling at me the entire time. I felt belittled. Not as belittled as that kid. Ah. Yeah. I mean, when, when it comes that ah. like not not to have a total divert diversion of topics, but I I feel like a lot of us growing up experienced. You know, when, when we were young, before our voices had cracked and got all sexy. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Listen to my voice. Yo, deep. Um, <laughs> DJ Talkatron. Yo, drug. deep. Um, we've all experienced, you know, being like, Hey, guys, what's going on? Uh, I'm, here to, I'm here to mess stuff up. What are we going to do? And then just immediately, everyone's just like, Shut the f*** up! Hey, Frank. Can you give me your best DJ Tonka Trunk impression again? (coughs) (coughs) 
I don't even know if I can do it. <laughs> All what right, about just see. walking? Why don't you just walk in us? For no, a I, 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 walk in, I walk in this thing. But <clears throat> DJ Double T, I'll die. I'll die. Yeah. DJ Tonk Truck. <laughs> so I don't. Do you even, Aaron? Do you even know what that's from? No, but it sounds ridiculous. So I had a, a sports marketing project where I had to create an advertisement, like, vocally. And then uh, it was like a radio advertisement. And then I was like, Frank was here. Like, he was, like, living with us for that time. Uh, and so... Oh, the dark days. We, we, wow. <laughs> we, um, I was like, Frank, can you just do this for me? And he's like, I'll just record this part. And then he just, like, came up with DJ Tonka Truck. And then we, like, made his voice, like... Deep and yeah, you mo- like modulated his voice, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, like drop <laughs> drop that shit, like five octaves. It was oh great. Gosh. DJ Tonk uh, Truck. DJ Double T. DJ Double T. Hey, wow. you know what? Actually, DJ Double T, take us home. No, we, I, we need to get out of here. <laughs> I was actually well, hoping that Alex could wrap us up with his little League of Legends ridiculousness that's been oh, going yeah. on. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. What? I, got, I have one. I have one thing in the video game section. All right. All right. I have a quick shout out for this game came out like five six months ago, and I played it then, and I just recently started playing it again. Game called Hyperlight Drifter. It is vicious, isn't it? That game is amazing, and you should Hyper all play it. Hyperlight Drifter. Hyperlight Drifter. Pretty good. No, it's not pretty good. Caleb comes it is in all amazing. Casual. It's pretty good. <laughs> Like, the artwork is just beautiful. It is an absolutely gorgeous game and a wonderful throwback to, like, basically just taking 16-bit and running with it for a couple generations. Like, if the PS2 was still using 16-bit, like, it's just got so much detail. The music's really good, really ambient. Um, This looks like it's, like, what um, New Retro Wave would be if you, like took the music of new retro wave applied colors and then just splashed it on a sheet yeah and then the whole time you are just whipping ass it is very much like a 2d character action game and then you have sort of like metroid elements of it of like or maybe more legend of zelda um of like oh i found this ability oh i found this item oh etc etc um really good you guys should play it uh it's got co-op now I recently, which I recently found out. Oh, uh, really? So my girlfriend and I have been playing co-op together. Um, Is that local at, only? Uh, yes. <laughs> Greg and I. Um, so that's all I got. Alex. Hyperlight Drifter. Hyperlight Drifter. In stores now. So I for about five, am, six months. I'm a huge Dota fan. No I'm, way. I'm Could like never the guessed. person that's How all like, hours? oh man, League of Legends sucks. We're not talking about my hours right now. <laughs> but the other day we were trying to figure out what game to play with Jake and Jake I'm doesn't like, play yeah, Dota he plays League of Legends so I was like why don't we just play League of Legends seems simple enough hold on wait you didn't explain the fact that you did this to try and then guilt Jake into playing Dota with you I mean wow. maybe there was an end goal somewhere down the line uh. but the immediate function of what I was trying to do was play League of Legends with my friends Wait, Jake's your friend? 
You always ask Caleb to text Jake like he's not your friend, and now all of a sudden Jake's you do. Your friend. I always I say know. he's your friend too. I don't like, have nah. like a texting relationship with Jake. I feel. That's true. I don't We're know. not ready like for that step. I don't know. If it's just weird. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait. Just text him. Aren't like friendship levels? Isn't that like the first level of friendship is being able to text someone? Whoa. Pretty much. That's gotta be like the, one of the lowest buddy. levels of friendship. I've texted Jake on before. The yeah, I, I always thought it was a touch on the. That's. <laughs> oh my god. A little good game. Yeah, no, no good game. Like you just kind of, you know, just a little squeeze. Yeah, grab and squeeze. Oh, you know? Okay. Get yeah. a get a fistful of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, <laughs> trying to play League of Legends. Everybody else logs in. First of all, we sit here for like an hour while we try to update because we haven't launched this game in forever. Uh, finally, I get to the point where I'm like, this is downloading so slow that I think I could literally. Go download the entire game like three times on Steam by the time <laughs> this gets done. So I actually stop the patch, get rid of the ins entire installation, re-download League of Legends, and finish it installing the entire thing plus the patches uh, before it would have finished just patching from whatever version <laughs> I had. I was like, cool, that's, that's good. Uh, then I try to log in. My password doesn't work. I have like one password I use with like subtle variations depending on what security features they need. Yeah, they really whatever need I'm to, doing. They need to make those uniform. Yeah. Yeah. Now. I'm mad about this all the so time. So if it requires a symbol, I put a symbol. It's always the same symbol if it requires a symbol. It's pretty much the same password, okay? I know I don't forget my password. I try all the variations, it's not working. I'm like, all right, fine. Go to forget my password. Uh put in your account name here. All right, cool. We're gonna send you an email. Wait around for the email, wait around for the email, nothing. I'm like, all right, try it again, nothing's happening. I'm like, all right, let's try the forgot username because in that field you actually put in an email address. Maybe by some miracle I put in not my regular email address and I put in a different email address and I'm not seeing it show up in. So I put in my regular email address that I use and it's like, oh yeah, we totally got your account. Here, we're going to send you an email. Nothing, nothing shows up. Like three or four hours later, I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, I'm done. I submit, I go to try to submit a support ticket. Can't submit a support ticket because the support system is telling me I haven't entered an email address, even though the email address field is full with my email. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? So I go find the support email address so I can just email support and they'll just take care of it. Hey guys, I need my password reset and your system's not sending me an email for some reason. Can you just like trigger it or something? I don't know. Uh, two days later, I finally <laughs> get an email back from a bot that's like, my name is Blitzcrank bot. You need to answer these 19 questions. What? For us to try to help you. No way. It's literally a list of 19 different questions they want me to answer about my what? account and myself. Is the first one, what's your social security number? No. My first one's what my account username is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is after I sent them in my initial email, my username, my email address, the date that I opened the account on because I have the original email from that, a transaction number from when I spent money on their store, and the date and time that that went through. And I'm like, how can you not restore my account from this information? So I sent them an email back. I'm very mad at this point. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> I sent them an email back. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I gave you all the info I had. Blitzcrank bots is really unhelpful. 
Uh, also, the link to add comments. Oh, they have a link in their email that's like, to add comments to your ticket, just click here. It takes you to a login page on their website, so you can log in and look at your ticket. I'm like, the link to add comments takes me to a login page, which seeing as that I'm not able to log in is really unhelpful as well. <laughs> and then I said, I just need my password reset email actually sent to me as none of my attempts have produced any sort of email at all. They came back and were like, oh no, we're not going to be able to help you unless you answer these questions. What? So I come back and send another email. I'm like, all right, this is way more complicated than it needs to be. If your email system actually worked, this would have been resolved with exactly one piece of information, my account name. Now you're telling me I need to answer a series of 19 questions, most of which I either don't know the answer to or are relevant to the actual issue. Cool, great customer service, but fine, I'll play your game. And then I proceed to answer all the questions in the most snarky way I possibly can. <laughs> and at can certain points I'm like, uh, okay, um, they ask for my IP address. <laughs> I'm like... I it's it's this uh how is this in any way relevant to my password <laughs> uh they ask for um oh at the top they ask for my username and then under that they ask for what platform I play on which is like NA EU uh you know Asia whatever and then farther down towards the end they ask uh what's your username and server and I'm like, why are you asking me this twice? Please see above. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I go through and do all that. And then they send me back some other email. It's like, all right, here you go. Password reset, blah, 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 blah. So that actually just happened this uh, evening. It's been uh, like a full week to finally get my password reset. I'm assuming at this point. You're either like going to play league because you went through all the effort or you're not going to play league just based on pure principle. I'm like really mad. <laughs> I don't want to play it, but I don't know if we all play it sometime. I'll get on there finally. <laughs> well, guys, I guess that's it. We have nothing else on our list. We actually made it through. What the heck? Wait, We'd have what, two things what just list. happened? I just fell asleep. What's going on? No, yeah, no. exactly. Exactly. We made it through our list. None of y'all thought we were going to make through a list. We made through a list. Uh, I think we missed like one or two things. Fine. Who cares? Whatever. We made it. Yo, but peace out. No. Not no. That's no. This week's podcast was produced by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week included Alex McCoslin, Caleb Juno, Chad McCoslin, Frank Rice, and Jake John Federkyle. This week's music was again produced by Midia. In case you're wondering, yes, it's been the same track for all 16 episodes. We're excited about that. Well, actually, maybe not, but whatever. Anyway, produced by Midia. You can check them out at soundcloud.com forward slash Midia official or on Spotify. And last but not least, this week's podcast was brought to you by Reclaim Industrial, a small but amazing shop of makers, fabricators, and designers based out of Bluemont, Virginia. You can check them out at www.reclaimindustrial.com or you can check them out on Instagram. Until next week, this has been The Forecast. <laughs>